we need to always make sure that God is the center focus of our of our homes, uh, and we need to make sure that we allow the allow the Lord to come into our our gate. And how, what that looks like is this: prayer in the home, devotion in the home, having that boundary that you know what we as a family we are going to go to church. A parent's job is complicated and layered. While most every parent strives to be liked by their children, more often than not, effective parenting requires setting rules, limits, and structure that can go against the inherent will of the child. And this setting of boundaries is perhaps the most important part of being a parent. I'm Stacy Houck here with my husband, Ben, for another episode of This Is Family. Just as we would warn our children against harmful physical actions like playing in the road, touching a hot stove or poking things into light sockets. It's also our responsibility as parents to instruct our children on how to recognize and avoid potentially damaging situations that could negatively impact their souls. Establishing and enforcing boundaries is one of the most loving things that a parent can do for their children. And today we have an incredible guest who is going to help us unpack this big topic. Joining us in studio today is Reverend Lawrence Matthews. Brother Matthews and his wife Stephanie serve as youth pastor here at Calvary and have spent more than 13 years in children's and youth ministry. They have a heart for young people and want to see them grow into strong Christians. Unfortunately, Sister Matthews couldn't be here with us today. She's home taking care of a kiddo who's not feeling well. So we're praying for a speedy recovery for this little guy. Brother Matthews, welcome to This Is Family. Again, thank you for having me. Look forward to, to the conversation. Brother Matthews, um, you know, here we are talking about this, this great topic of boundaries. And, and I think before we get into the details of boundaries, probably ought to just say what things specifically are we talking about? What, when we talk about boundaries, what, let's define that for our audience. I think what we're talking about is uh, social media, music, culture, relationship, and even time. Uh, I think that nowadays, like, we live in a society where everybody is moving and everybody is going, and if we're not careful, we can miss out on good family time with either your spouse or time with your children. And so that's, that's what I mean by having to place boundaries about around those things. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Uh, and so if we talk about, you know, the social media aspect, all the things you just, you just described. Sure. Um, you know, what what makes that um, important for the health of a family? When, when to to hold on to those boundaries, what is the real key, and why is it important? Why is it important? Is because uh, some of those things sometimes can be time stealers. Uh, some of those things can also rob you of your marriage, and also at the same time, it can how can I say rob you of your your purity if you're not careful. Uh, why is it important? I think of it from this standpoint. Uh, sometimes when I talk to my young people, I, I talk to them and I use this analogy, which is I have a big giant fence in my backyard. It's 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 rather large. <laughs> it's rather beefy. <laughs> if you see it, it may, you may look at it and All say right. it's overkill. Hey, I like it. But uh, here's the thing. I understand that I have that fence up for a reason. Uh, at any time, anybody who's within the fence can walk outside of the fence. Again, no one is trapped. No one is trapped who's inside of the fence because I have gates everywhere. 
But that fence is put up for a reason. Like, so when Isaiah and Corbin uh, came to live with us, they were really, really young. We understood that we had to have a gate up to make sure that, you know, they wouldn't run out into the street and get hurt. Uh, why is because we had that fence up, which is a, a boundary. The next thing is this is we, on the backside of our house, we have a patch of woods. And that fence is there to protect and keep all the wild animals or anybody who would walk back there behind our fence. It's, it's there to keep them out. So again, that boundary is there to keep everyone who's inside of the fence or inside the boundary safe. And so when I look at boundaries, I look at boundaries from that standpoint. We have to have this, this fence up or this boundary to keep everything out that would harm the family. We have to keep everything out that could rob our time of, how can I say, of being with each other. Yeah. Again, I'm not so saying good. that we're just, it's just us four no more. Right. That's right. not it. But like there are some things nowadays in culture that can hurt the minds of our children and hurt the minds of our spouses. Uh, also, at the same time, like I already said, not trying to be redundant, that can easily steal away our time. And what we need is we have to make sure that we have some good, healthy boundaries up to uh, to ensure that the family is safe. Yeah, and and the biblical model is there. When we look in the in the book of Nehemiah, um, and and he comes to rebuild the walls. Yeah, it wasn't like the city was vacant. There were already people living in Jerusalem at the time. There just wasn't the wall. And Nehemiah knew how important it was to have that protection from the enemies and the dangers and, and the forces that would come in and try to destroy the things that they were building that were so vitally important to them, their families, their homes, their livelihoods. All of these things were inside of Jerusalem. However, there was no wall and it grieved him. So he came and he you know, worked together to build this wall. But he didn't just build the wall, he built the gates as well. Rebuilt yeah. the gates to allow the good things to come in, to keep the bad things out. So those gates are extremely important. And you talked in your uh, illustration about your backyard fence. Yeah. You talked about those those fences and the gates that you put in. And, and so maybe let's look at that aspect of it a little bit on... Sure. on Okay, well, the boundaries are there to to protect from things coming in. The gates are there to not allow negative influences to come in. Mm -hmm. But we've got the gates and the ability to open them to the right things. So often I think we think of boundaries in this term of, of uh, defensive, keeping everything out, right? But let's focus for a minute on the gates and and what and that's what, what he was saying like yeah. we're it, we're not isol it's not isolation <clears throat> exactly to your point yes protection is not isolation yes correct yeah. yes so what things should we allow into those gates we again some of the things that we should allow in that gate in our gates is number one God mm. we need to always make sure that we for our families we need to always make sure that God is the center focus of our of our homes. Uh, and we need to make sure that we allow the allow the Lord to come into our our gate. And how, what that looks like is this: prayer in the home, devotion in the home, 
uh, also at the same time having those great side conversations about the things of God. Also at the same time, you know, taking that stand and, and having that boundary that, you know what, we as a family, we are going to go to church. All right. Yeah. We're midweek, Sunday morning, Sunday night. I think the next thing is this, uh, also at the same time, I think having, having good, healthy friendships with other families. Mm. Again, uh, let's be real. Sometimes you, us as adults, we want to go out on a date. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. And uh, you can't just leave. I can't leave my six-year-old Corbin at home all by himself, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. Uh, he would burn a house down. <laughs> I'm just making a Don't want that. <laughs> but you get it. Yeah. But also at the same time, you need to, when I say friends, we have to be able to have those good, healthy voices that can speak into the lives of our young people. Because it, it's one thing for the uh, for our young people to hear us speak those things, but it's another uh, thing to have that good, healthy voice outside of your home mm. that's safe, mm. that's that agrees with your boundaries, speaking into your kid's life. I have guys like Mike McFarlane, uh, who I've given the permission to to be able to speak into my boy's life. Oh, uh, why? Because there's going to be sometimes where. Uh, especially when our boys get a little bit older and they hit those teenage years, that they they may question in the back of their mind whether or not if dad is correct. And so I have Mike as a team member mm. able to come on over in those times to be like he's going to reinforce what I'm saying. Good. Uh, why? Because our boundaries are just about the same. And so with that being said, I believe that uh, that's a good reason why we need to allow different wholesome, uh, how can I say, family members mm -hmm. into our gate. Again, we can't be an island to ourselves. Uh, we need to have other voices in the lives of our children. That's so good. Um, you know, we, we've tried to do the exact same thing, um, especially, you know, our two oldest right now, just yeah. they, they're at that time where it's good to have those good, strong voices in their lives and yourself is, is one of their mentor, mentors and then also Brother Sleva and, you know, se several others that we could name that are just really great voices in their lives. So we've talked about the importance of allowing those good voices into their lives and people that we trust that could, you know, talk to them. Sure. Um, but also that brings us to the next question. So when others outside the home encroach on boundaries or perhaps, you know, they cross them. Sure. How, how can parents protect and reestablish those boundaries? I think number one, it starts with our children. Uh, just for instance, this past, uh, I believe it was Tuesday, we had a basketball game and uh, I had both my boys uh, and they know our boundaries. You have to be very careful with, with social media uh, and j or just media period. And there was a young man who had an iPad. Uh, he was not with his parents. And uh, he was just there watching YouTube. Mm. And uh, I called both my boys over and I said, hey, buddy. I said, hey, guys. I said, you know, dad and mom doesn't like you guys watching, you know, other people's iPads when we're not around. And so what I need you to do is I need you to just make sure that you, you know, don't go and sit down and, and look at those things. And uh, both of them, they agreed. You know, there was a little bit of conversation dialogue back and forth because they wanted to watch but after a while you know I just reinforced and especially with my six-year-old I looked at my I just gently grabbed his chin and said hey buddy I'm just trying to guard your mind mm -hmm. I think sometimes that what we have to do is 
we have to go and talk to our kids and let them know that, hey, this is our boundary. But also the important thing I think that we need to do is make sure we let them know why we have the boundary. Oh, so good. Which is, hey, for, for my, my six-year-old, hey, I'm trying to guard your mind. YouTube, if mom and dad are not watching, YouTube can hurt your mind. You could see some things mm-hmm. that can uh, hurt you, and mom and dad doesn't want that. And again, you have you you give them uh, the amount of information that they can yeah can, they can handle. You know, I've heard you say on uh, a number of occasions just over the last few minutes about having the conversation with the children and explaining the why, which I. I think it's yes. one uh, an amazing. We we could talk all day about why the why is important. Yes. Um, but uh, you know the boundaries. Kids thrive knowing the boundaries, right? Um, and boundaries equals love. Absolutely. Like so many yes. times, oh. I, I think people think of boundaries as just yeah this bad thing. But it when you show your kid, like you talked about that you you were showing them that you care enough to help guard their mind. And when we show kids that we care, yeah. we're showing them we love them enough. Yeah, and, and they may not like them. it in the moment, right? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what kid doesn't want to sit and, and watch videos on an iPad during a basketball yeah. game or whatever? Yeah, I, but, but the fact that, that we love the children enough to uh, not just communicate the boundary once, but then to uh, enforce it yes. and, and to keep coming back, keep coming back to it. So... If, if a parent is asking, well, how do, how do I establish these boundaries? Um, is it just a one-time, hey, we talk about it, we put it on a, on a list, check mark, we've done it, we've talked about it, and now everybody's good? W- what say you? I say this is some of the stuff that my wife and myself that we do. First, I feel that uh, mom and dad need to sit down together and establish what those boundaries are. They need to have that little pillow talk, you know, at night and uh, mm-hmm. really sit down and figure out, okay, this is where our family draws the line. And I, I love it how uh, I re- I've been reading the book uh, called uh, Leading on Empty. And one of the things that he talks about is uh, how to develop your convictions. And he even goes so far. I know this is just kind of basic, but he goes as far as saying, hey, sometimes you need to just write write down five things that you know that you are not going to cross the line. Like It's almost like you're drawing the line in the sand. And so I think a couple needs to get together and maybe you have to write it out uh, so you guys can visually see it. And then the next step is uh, going and sitting down with your children and letting them know, okay, I understand that everybody outside of our home is doing this. I understand also at the same time, there may be some of your friends at church that may be doing this. Mm -hmm. I understand that. And that's okay for their house, but for our house, you know, God gave you to us, mm-hmm. and it is our responsibility to make sure that we protect you. And so after praying and mom and dad getting together, this is what we feel that we we need to have as safeguards up in our home to protect your heart, to protect your mind. You know, this these are the things that we're going to follow. And then what happens is this, as over time, you know, you, you continuously have those conversations. Now, those conversations may not exactly be uh, you sitting down as a family again and 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 having this family meeting. Sometimes it may come out as a side conversation in a car. Your kid may ask you a question about something. And then what you do at that time is you begin to reinforce 
that boundary in their life. And then again, here's the glue that helps that kid to to stick to that boundary, in my opinion. You let them know why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You let them know Mm -hmm. why. Why why we believe in this and why we believe this is safe and why we believe this will protect you and protect you from what? And so, again, you'll have it in that scenario. And then you may have those times where your kids may fail. Uh, Lord, I thank, thank you, Jesus, for my kids. but And they're little <laughs> angels, but sometimes we all know they may, they may fail sometimes, and that's okay. Yeah. There's, the scripture talks about we have to, you know, drive the foolishness out of their hearts, you know? And we know we weren't perfect, oh, right? right? And so you know what? We're as st- parents, we try to make our kids perfect, gonna say, but they're not going to be. And we're, right. we're still not perfect in this, in this right. parenting thing. I mean, sometimes we can set boundaries, and they seem right in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's like you get into the situation and you're thinking, oh, man, this doesn't feel right. I mean, yeah. or you've allowed something, yeah. uh, you know, that you decide you don't want it to be allowed anymore. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. how do you how do you deal with a situation like that? How do you go back and like, well, we thought that we were going to allow this, but now we don't feel good about I it. I think a person has to be honest with their children. Uh, you have to be very honest if just like. From time to time, I make that mistake, even in front of my kids. I have to go back and tell them, like, hey, I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. We realize that, you know, we made a mistake. And so we're having to change, change these things. Why? It's because we can see the danger in this. Mm-hmm. Again, when I work for IPS school system, one of the things that I've learned, uh, and this has been on my mind since we, we, we've been getting into this part of the conversation, uh, a lot of times adults feel like kids hate getting in trouble and of course they do and they hate rules but according to you know the ips uh, indianapolis public school system they had a great curriculum training their teachers and they put they brought out this point that children love boundaries yeah why is because they don't want to get in trouble they want to know okay where's the line that that if i cross it i'll get in trouble Now, mind you, they may push the boundaries a little bit, but at least the kid knows in their mind that I'm not supposed to cross this. And boundaries for a young person helps them feel safe. Yeah. It helps them feel safe in a home. And so going back to uh, what we were talking about is if you realize that you've made a mistake and you don't correct it, it may be corrected in your mind, but it's not corrected in their minds. You could create children that are frustrated. Yeah. Meaning we're constantly telling them, hey, stop this. You're grounded. You know, they get frustrated because they don't they don't know where the line is. Uh, and they want to have that peace in their soul. And so I'm, I'm going to tell you what we need to do is just be honest with them. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down and tell them like, hey, mom and dad, you know, we feel like we need to make a change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we're changing this boundary and we're changing this rule uh, because of what's going on in culture or what we see is not working. And you do your best, you know, to set up proper boundaries and have those conversations ahead. But when you see a situation where maybe you need to change something, that it's okay to do that. You have a license to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I want to hang out here a little bit longer because I I, I think uh, we're in a, we're in a nice little pocket here Mm -hmm. and I don't want to rush through this. So we've talked about this relationship between the parents and the children, parents establishing boundaries, children respecting them parents having to adjust boundaries, but we as a family don't live 
in a bubble. We don't live in a vacuum where right. other families aren't around us. And, right. you know, uh, we're blessed to have a community of friends and our children have friends. And and each family individually has their own their own boundaries, right? And some of them are different than, depending on their life circumstance, they may right. have a different boundary, maybe a, a more conservative boundary than I do, or I may, I may have a more conservative boundary than a, a set of, of my friends. Uh, and so let's talk about parents sure. working together for the good of our children awesome. as a community. Mm-hmm. What, what can I do? If, if, let's say I have, I have a friend's child come over to our home. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can I do to respect uh, the boundaries of that home. Sure. Practically, what should I be doing? Should I be asking questions? Should I say, "Hey, this is what we, this is what kind of happens at our house"? It, that's perfect. Uh, I love the article uh, that's uh, in uh, Covenant Eyes, and one of the things that they brought out to help keep your child safe is sometimes, and they brought this point up, like when you when it comes to the phone situation. And trying to protect your children from uh, social media and all those type of things that can, you know, get them when they have a phone. He said, they put it like this. What we need to do is we need to start communicating with the different families that are uh, connected to you. Why? Because here's the point. You can control your kid's phone. But once they step into somebody else's home, you can't control Mm-hmm. what's on their friend's phone mm-hmm. and what's on their friend's computer. Mm-hmm. And so I love it how they put it. They say what we need to do is, as a community, we need to, as parents, start vocalizing, hey, these are the things that I use to, to keep my home safe. And this is why. And it's been successful. You know, these are the things that, you know, we try not to let our kids watch this. And as you're having that, having that dialogue with other families, you'll find out that those families like, oh, yeah, it's working for you. Oh, yeah, we've been having a struggle. Maybe I need to turn around and and do the same thing. Yeah. But also on the flip side, there may be some folks that, uh, you know, in certain areas that they may have some boundaries there that you may not have boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I go, I go back to what you just said. It's sometimes good just to sit down and get to know that family even more closer and be like, hey, uh, what's some of the things that you, some of the ways that you keep your kids guarded? Yeah. How are you guarding your children? And then from there, take that middle note. And so when you allow that kid to come over your house, you know, okay, we don't need to, we don't need to allow them to watch this show or we don't need uh, to allow them to go to this place or, or hang out with this individual because, you know, I want to respect, you know, uh, the boundaries that this family member or these families have when it comes to their children. Yeah. You know, um, that's so good. I, I actually had a situation, you know, with a friend that I, I re- am thinking of specifically. I'm sure there's been many, but uh, we were at lunch one day and we were talking about a specific boundary that I had for my kids that, you know, Ben and I have for our family. And she said, you know, I- I've been dealing with a similar situation as what you're talking about. And I didn't really know how to set that boundary, but I've thought, Maybe we need this boundary for our kids. Yeah. And and how do I go about doing that? And it was like, you know, I kind of feel bad to do that as a parent because I don't want to rob my child of, of this activity or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, 
she was like, I could see where it could be so beneficial for my child. And I'm really feeling like I don't want to allow them to do this. Yeah. And and we've kind of allowed it, but now we're kind of feeling like maybe we don't want to because we've seen some areas where it could be harmful. And I really encouraged her in that moment, go for it, set the boundary. It's okay that you already, you know, have allowed it. And now you're saying yeah. back to, you know, we could, we don't have to allow it. And that was a moment where I saw it was very important to talk with a friend, real life situations, and be able to say it's okay and encourage them to set the boundaries that yeah. they were feeling. And, and I've even experienced proactively where a, a very dear friend of mine came to me and said, listen, I know that our children may be hanging out potentially at our home. And he said to me, Ben, if there's something that you want us to support, please let us know and we will. So there's that proactive going out and saying, you know, I think we're like-minded in most things, but if there's something in particular that you want us to guard, we'll guard it. In, In a similar sense, you know, if a child is allergic to peanuts, right? Mm-hmm. And but none of my kids are, and they come over to my house. Well, I'm not going to serve peanut butter, <laughs> just <laughs> because you know. So so it's it's an intentional um, reaching out, uh, respecting and supporting our parents, who we're all ultimately trying to help our children yeah. be safe and grow into amazing, God fearing individuals. And that goes back into what you're talking about, them building the walls. If I have it correctly, certain parts of when they were building a wall, certain sections were built by families, if I have it correctly. And so what happens is this, it's not just one family building their building a wall by themselves. It's like it takes everyone mm-hmm. to build the wall. Mm. Wow. It takes multiple different families for a church. It takes multiple different families getting together and talking about building building up the boundaries for our families. But, hey, I'm helping you to build the boundaries mm-hmm. for your family, too. Mm-hmm. And what this does is it begins to build that great big boundary across the church, mm. which, again, helps to keep uh, our kids ultimately safe mm-hmm. and our families safe. Yeah, mm-hmm. just sharing those those practical ways that you do it, maybe that somebody else didn't think of. Correct. Well, I'm telling you what, if there's anybody that I want to be building next to, it's Brother Lawrence <laughs> and Sister Stephanie Matthews, well, yes. that's for sure. Thank so, you. yeah, <laughs> so we're, we've just been so honored and so thrilled to have you here with us today. Thank you, Thank you so much. And, and, you know, our time is is wrapping up here. Unfortunately, I feel like we could sit here all day and have this wonderful, amazing conversation. But would you mind uh, closing us out in a word of prayer? Sure. Thank you. Lord, I want to thank you, God, for this opportunity. Lord, I'm asking today that all this content that we have talked about today, that the building of walls and, and creating boundaries, I pray, Lord God, that it would help, you know, charge and motivate the hearers that are listening today, God, to build that wall around their families, help them to build that wall around their marriage, and help them to build that wall, God, even in the community of their church, Lord God. Why, God? Because we we want everybody to be safe, Lord God. And Lord God, help us, Lord God, to have the strength, Lord God, and the fortitude, God, to put everything that we've heard today into action. 
And Lord, we thank you. We thank you, you're a good God. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Brother Matthews, thank you for joining us today. It's been wonderful having you on This Is Family. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a few moments to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you don't already follow Calvary on social media, make sure you like, subscribe, and share on your favorite platform at Calvary Tab Indy. We hope you'll join us next month for another episode of This Is Family. For now, we say farewell, and we pray God's blessings on your family.